happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Divots and Pivots. I am Andrew LaDuke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallard, coming to you from sophisticated spaces in ordinary places. Joined by, as, as always, Bud. How are you this this evening? I almost said morning. My, why am I trying to jump ahead? How are you this evening, Bud? Sophisticated. You're just going to stare so, at me. Yeah, okay. Stinker. No. <laughs> No, I just got your text asking if, if you were flying solo tonight, and I was about to just to send you a um, a special emoji. No, this is a uh, I'm I'm incredibly excited. Shocker, Boudreaux going with the superlative over the top. <clears throat> but this week, in general, reminds me of my old baseball coach. Interesting. Tim Ashcroft was his name, and uh, he was a he like was a former medic and nom, and. Then he went and was a PE coach and he was a driver's ed teacher. And then he was a baseball coach at my school. And <clears throat> after my freshman year, I had a really good freshman year. I batted like 400, hit a couple of home runs, humble brag, whatever. You know, I, I was okay. I had the shittiest sophomore year. I showed up wearing like, uh, I'm trying to think major league two. When, yeah. when Rick, the wild thing Vaughn shows up with like slick back hair, toning everything down, trying to be flashy. So I, yeah. I showed up year two like taping my wrists never did that before wearing like sweatbands up on my arms like really really getting into the gear that i was wearing and i ended up hitting like a buck 90 the only reason i was in the in, in the lineup at that point was either my glove or just they were out of options and at the end of the year coach would always hand you a an index card you always went you know you showed up and he would hand you an index card if you didn't get that meeting for your index card you didn't go asking for the meeting either that was just kind of the subtle way of saying go try something else so on mine one year all it said was this game is about substance not style that's all it said it didn't say anything at all normally it's like uh you know good year blah 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 blah, blah. i'd like to see you work on this hit the weights you know get whatever yeah no just the, and that was just one statement. So uh, I actually did come back my junior year, played all right, played pretty good my senior year too. But that I, I came back, no batting gloves, no nothing like that. Just went back to, back to basics and took care of the little things like actually throwing the ball straight and hitting yeah. it on the barrel of the bat and instead of the hand handle of it, which is what like almost broke my hand. But what reminded me of this was our friends over at Live. Oh geez, yeah, and, no. and 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 and. And they they did everything coming out the gates. Mm -hmm. They were just burning money, burning Flash, money, burning this, bridges. That. <laughs> and, and now it comes out. Yeah. First of all, you know all the all the expenses are going to go back onto the teams, and something mm -hmm. like eight, nine, ten of these teams are going to go on sale next year. Hopefully, sports franchises for nine figures, hundred million dollars for one of these golf leagues. I'm not an economist nor a, you know, that savvy of a business mind at all at all. So I don't know if that'd be a good deal or not. I just can't imagine where this is going because when yeah. you schedule, <laughs> when you schedule against the first weekend of March, March madness, yeah, I don't, definitely a miscue. What are you? What are we doing? I, here? I want to see the numbers. Have you heard what the numbers are yet? Because I haven't heard what their viewership Very was. Very small, like disappointingly small. Like she ain't calling again. Small. Yeah. And and it's only getting I know, worse. I didn't watch. I just I don't see where it's going. I've been trying to give them room, and I think that they again are trying to be more than they are. The money's going to dry up, and I, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of guys who are just left out dangling in the wind. But hey, that's what happens when you take a shot. Because if you're Cam Smith yeah. and you've got $120 million in the bank, 
it's going to sting not going back to the PGA tour. But at this point, I'm kind of on the Fitzy train of they made their bed. Yeah. I, I mean, they, yeah, I don't, they they, they, they knew exactly what they were doing when they made their choice. And, and they didn't know what they that. were doing when they scheduled Tucson. I mean, it was Friday afternoon. And I remember, I think I sent you a text and I was like, I was mm-hmm. like did you know, live teed off? No, just nothing. Yeah, I was, was not paying attention. No, because it wasn't, bra- on, wasn't on my radar this weekend. It, is bracket time. Yeah. If they were smart, they would have held off for another week or did St. Patty's Day weekend too. Who in the hell is sitting in the house watching golf on St. Patty's Day? I mean, to be fair, I was, but oh, well. um <laughs> so no, I'm sure the Valspar viewership was down too. Like I'm, I'm not saying like it was PGA down, had a record weekend or anything, but it was down. But I mean, you still had you still had pre- premier names playing and not a huge tournament, but yeah. um I'm looking forward to this week because it's an unconventional week. It is bracketology time yes. uh, all over the world. Just brackets everywhere. Just blah, 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 oh, brackets. Another smart business decision that they've been doing for years now. Play and uh, I, I don't even know. I got to look it up. I can't remember if this is going away altogether. I, th- I know WGC as like an entity or whatever the championships yeah. are going away, but I think they might be holding on to the match play format at least one week next year. Uh, if they if they take this away, then boo you PGA Tour. I don't Agreed. care if it's elevated or not. It's not going to be relevant. I mean, <laughs> don't you know? Don't tease my hand. Uh, speaking of, did you fill out a bracket for the other thing going on right now? I I did. I filled out one. Did it super fast. Uh, like most people, miss pretty much all the upsets. But I'm somehow in the top 100 still, and out of like I think close to 300 in the group that I'm in. So we'll see how it shakes out. My whole final four is still intact. So, I mean, I got that going for me. Well, there's the follow-up. What's your final four? Full disclosure, I did not do a bracket this year after. I'm going to have to use, I'm going to have to look it up because I don't even remember what my final four is. While you're looking it up, I'm going to make a full disclosure confession to the world. It was basically, I got emasculated out of doing brackets in my own home. My wife, year in and year (laughs) out. Yes. AKA the roommate. I'd say for the better part of eight or nine years straight, we would do a house bracket and with a good friend of ours, Laz shouts, Laz and uh, Laz is a super brain when it comes to sports. He, I mean, he is like elbow deep in college sports knowledge. You know, we'll get him on the show at some point, some point soon to talk, talk, uh, talk shop. Cause he is, I lived with him for a couple of years and he's the kind of guy who, first of all, I didn't know chippy was a term in, in sports. And all oh, of a really? sudden he was like, Oh, things are getting a little chippy. I didn't play. I didn't play football growing up. Shocker. Yeah. Again. Uh, but he was like, ah, things are getting a little chippy out there. The sports announcer would be like, ah, things are getting a little chippy, Mitch. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, somebody makes a play and he just automatically from his brain. That guy just came from Juco last year. He was a transfer. He actually has a wife and two kids and has a hardware business on the side. And immediately there he comes in to the point where I would like accuse him of DVRing shit. But um, bracket time. So even bracket when we time, would yes. fill out our brackets, the roommate came out on top, I think almost every single year. So I just, I so didn't even bring stopped. it up this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Fair I'm, enough. I'm quote unquote really focused on my golf right now. Um, well, you know what? I like to hear that. Cause you, you got to hit some qualifiers this year. I do. Uh, and the next one to register for, I think is tomorrow morning is the last one mid am. And then we'll have all four locked in. We'll keep you, we'll keep you posted, but nice. But yeah, so my final ooh, four though is, yeah. uh, San Diego State, Purdue, Xavier, and Kansas with Xavier winning. I know, just random because you know what I know. Do you know how much I know about all of these teams? Nothing, absolutely nothing. I applaud that. I so like that. We took a chance because we figured figured I would have some fun, and we'll see what happens. 
I mean, we could chop it up about D1 ball real quick. You think about the impact of NIL on the transfer portal. And, you know, these guys now are just going to be skipping the big blue chip schools, you know, Kentuckys and stuff it's to true. just say, you know what, forget it. I, I, I've got my NIL deal. It doesn't mean I have to go to college anymore. Maybe I just go to the D league for a year or two or go over to Europe or, you know, sit out and work on my game. It's going to be weird mm. to see what this next generation of athlete does because we're already seeing it in football with these guys hanging it up after seven, eight years, just going, you know what? Yeah. I made my bag, <laughs> my bag. Uh, I made my, I made my money. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go home and again, maybe open up a hardware store or uh, a liquor business or, you know, they're, they're just, it's a different era um, of, of professional athlete. And they're just coming out of college, which higher education colleges in general are becoming just that the minor leagues for yeah. these. And so it's going to be, have that trickle down effect too, where watch out for it in football. I wouldn't be shocked if I don't know, we're not going to go that deep, but point being, this brings parity to college basketball. So you got guys at, you know, BFU or FDU, Fairly Dickinson, shouts for the 16 yeah. over the one. You get these guys together for, for three, four years, and they can just play ball for 40 minutes up against anybody. And, and it's, you know, and, and when you get into a tournament format, like we're going to see here, I mean, anything freaking goes. And that's why I threw exactly. out the, I threw out, I didn't throw them away. I just put it on the shelf for this week. Fantasy <laughs> National Golf Club. Thank you all so much for making us smarter. Yes. But I'm going straight gut picks this week. Hey, I'm, that's I'm, fair. I, I have I have a theory behind each one, mm-hmm. but when we go through these these groups here in, in a minute, um, we'll we'll see we'll see what what uh what shakes out. What was your thinking going into this week? When so you I, had text, match play I had texted and, you the other the other day that I I. I had a dream and epiphany came to me when it comes to something to try something new with uh, when it comes to match play, because look, match play, we do have from a a fantasy standpoint, from a daily fantasy standpoint, from a betting standpoint, whatever mode you're, you're choosing to take in this tournament this weekend, as far as playing, having fun, making money, whatever it is, uh, we, you have to attack it. Nice. You have to attack it uh, differently than you do a regular tournament. Yes. Juice of the Lord. Um, because it's you, you, it's group stages. For those, hold on, real quick, real quick. This is a podcast too. For those listening, I was holding up the the beer that I'm. My, sorry, I'm so sorry. Well, you were holding this. it up in front of the camera for like a while, so I, I I thought you were waiting for me to say it, so that's why I just slipped it in there. But you no, know, I was trying to get out of very strange. Angle, maybe maybe like a little clear uh, clear clear image of that. I love I love their logo. Yeah, Juice yeah, Lord. Lord. There it is. Juice Lord India Pale Ale from Lord Hobo. Uh, couldn't have the boom sauce a little too heavy. So that's, that's where juice Lord came from. Andrew wasn't trying to give me a new nickname. No, not at all. Anyways, back to my, my dream. So I just started thinking how, like what, what, if we need to attack this tournament differently, this, this for this week, how we, we've been so consistent in the type of things we're looking for in the regular tournaments. What, what, kind of our key points can we still look at but where are the the ways that we can find the outliers here so i started thinking you know what this tournament is basically it doesn't matter if you go five over on one hole you just lose that hole and that's it that's how match play works you just lose the hole whatever many strokes doesn't matter at the end so i broke it down hole by hole found the hardest holes found the Found, not, not every hole but i'm saying I no found, I'm, like, I'm, the, I'm i'm impressed i'm i, I can't found like the this. top five hardest holes Found what they had in common and broke down my key stats around that. So, uh, like the par, actually the majority that they were all par fours. I think 
I think four out of the five were all par fours between 450, 500 yards. So boom, right there. We nailed that as a key stat. Um, and then Say there was one more one. time. I was, I was derping out thinking about <laughs> next year calling our competition, competition Boudreaux v, v the brain. So what was the first one? Uh, par four is uh, 450 to 500 yards, which is, those are, those make up the majority of the hardest holes in this course. So we want guys who are going to be able to, if anything, just make par because we're going to avoid the guys who are going to be more likely to make bogeys uh, in their history. So, and then the other one is two of the hardest par threes on the course are uh, right around 200 yards. So uh, we went par threes, 200 to 225 yards. And then outside of that, we went back to strokes game putting because this is a lot of these holes might come down to a putt off. We want a guy who's going to be able to be nails and, and be a clutch putter. And with that said, opportunities gained, they got to put themselves in position to at least make par uh, birdie ideally, but we need the guys to at least make par, which means we're also looking at bogeys avoided. So those are my five key stats right there. And I did it based off of what the hardest holes were. And quite frankly, just what we're looking for guys to avoid. We're looking for guys avoiding putting up big numbers. Damn, son. That's actually it's sound, sound logic. I can't even make fun of you for this. Like you, you sat down and thought that through. And we'll find out if it shakes slept, out because I slept through it. Because honestly, I just I kind of did what I used to do with my NCAA bracket. We all know how those used to turn out. So we'll yeah. see how this goes. No, but with golf, it's weird. You know, you're gonna you're gonna play three matches. You really gotta you gotta win two or tie all of them. You know this is very World Cupish the the way that they go through their their group stage and then onto the Sweet Sixteen. I guess. Big difference. Only one comes out of the group though, not two like the World Cup. Thank you for that. Make sure to remember that. Back to you in the studio. The uh, see right off the freaking rails. You interrupting? No, I'm just kidding. No. So <laughs> looking at that, I'm looking for guys who I just feel like have the the pedigree, the stamina, and either are playing good now. Yeah. Or God, I just went right into Owen Wilson territory. They're playing good now. <laughs> They're either playing good now or they have great history with match play. And yeah. so I'm looking at international play. I'm looking at the WGC. Uh, maybe people who wink, wink, nod, nod to Victor Hovland have won a U.S. amateur. Uh, even a guy like Matt Kuchar, you know, these are these are the these are where you can catch lightning in a bottle for two, three, four days. And next thing you know, you know, you, you're you're staring down, you know, a couple million dollars. And like you said, it's going to come down to a putt. Yeah. Two things, ball strikers and scramblers. That's who plays well Scrambling. in match play. And I mean, you broke it down to precisely the par fours, long par threes, because really that's the meat of the course. You have more par fours than any well, other right par. That, that sums it up. Strikers and scramblers. That's the, the, the condensed version of everything I said. <laughs> strikers and scramblers. So speaking of strikers and scramblers, let's look at this. Let's look at this bracket here Hell and yeah. let me know who you got. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Want to just go group by group? We do. Do we have any love we need to put out there? Is there, are there any, are there any ad reads that we have to, we need have to play? It is our <laughs> we'll, pleasure. We'll, we'll get to the ad reads soon. We can get through okay. probably the first side. Look at me bracket. trying to produce over here. I'll just be quiet. Yeah, we'll get through half the brackets and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll remove the fourth wall then and uh, <laughs> play the put ad. The, put the intern back in charge. All right. Where uh, you but, but, but I guess one real quick shout out. If you are looking to play along and, and fill out your brackets, you can go over to uh, fantasybracket.pgatour.com. That's where you have the Dell Technologies Bracket Challenge uh, right there on the PGA Tour website. So go over there. You can make all your picks, sign in, save them, and play along and have some fun. Uh, but, yeah, so we, we let's start with the first group because the first group's a flashy one. Mr. Scotty Scheffler leading the way in that group, number one seed overall this week. 
uh, coming off the win, uh, well, two weeks ago, but the big win, not the Valspar wasn't really going to be a big win anyways, but uh, Scotty Scheffler winning the players. Now he's in there with Tom Kim, Alex Noren, and Davis Riley. This one just feels like a no-brainer. I mean, Tom yeah. Kim, Tom Kim's tempting, but Scheffler's yeah. just too hot. Yeah, and like I said, you know, he won it last year. He won a U.S. He's won a U.S. Junior Amateur. He's he was lights out in the last international international round international round. He was lights out <laughs> at Whistling Straits. God, get it together, Tyrone. So yeah, if if you don't have Scotty going at least two rounds, I don't know what you're smoking. So I yes. guess we can skip right on to whatever you got next because I'm looking at the real snazzy uh, Google sheet that mm-hmm. the the commission of my other league put together and we the reason you haven't heard much about the other league right now because boudreaux's struggling boudreaux's down in the in, in the upper teens you got to be top 16 by oh, but we got time we got time we got some majors coming up don't fucking write me off just yet um, i wasn't gonna but, say you were done i was just gonna say it's not the only competition you're struggling in but we can get to that also later uh-huh. talk now yeah. asshole uh <laughs> so i don't know what what order you have yours listed in so i'll take your lead where you want to go next so I was just going to go down the left side of the bracket, but I, I'm assuming they have it set up the same on the Google list. So the next one will be the, the M Fleetwood Post and McNeely bracket. Yeah, we're looking at okay. the same thing. Perfect. Okay. So honestly, this is a this bracket feel this bracket this group feels wide open to me. Feels Flip wide open. And I went with Maverick McNeely coming out of this. I like you for that. I just I, that's, uh, who I, I, that's who my model spit out after I put all those stats in, you know, percentage them out. Weighted them differently, and McNeely comes flying out of there, and I think it makes sense. We know M has the pedigree to to kind of and the game style to be good in match play. Not in the greatest form right now. Tommy Fleetwood is in pretty good form right now. Uh, he's coming off a good performance, uh, and he and he was absolute nails, absolute yes. freaking nails in Paris a couple of years ago at the Ryder Cup. Also very true. We haven't heard much from JT Poston since early on in the season. Like he kind of came out hot. We thought this was going to be a big year with the way he was playing. He kind of he just quieted down, disappeared. Uh, but Maverick McNeely has been kind of around all season. He's been in the mix. He's putt. He's probably the best putter, the best informed putter on tour right now. He, he's been lights out with his putter. Yeah. And I like that pick. I went with Sung JM for the reasons you set up top. He's got it. We know he's got it. He's not playing great right now. But, again, on a week like this, too, where you can shrug off a triple bogey or two, right? Yeah. It's one hole. It's not It's not dropping 50 spots on the leaderboard. It's, you know, one hole and then, all right, next. What, you what's shrug next? it off on the score. you got to have the mental – prowess to, to shrug it off in your head too that's the i thing. almost went with i almost went with fairway jesus just because again his mm-hmm. his history in the match play and he's or in match play format and he's been playing well but now nah, sung jay i've got sung jay coming you know coming in hot and i think he'll find it i think he might actually stumble around early but i think he's going to mm-hmm. find it and remember that he knows how to play this game uh, yeah, so, I, have, I have him ranked in my top 20 in my model but maverick uh, comes in number seven in my model so you know, that's why it was a simple number game at that point. Man, uh, man of the numbers. So yes. group eight, <clears throat> Wichter, Wichter, Mr. Christian Kirk, Siwoo Kim and Matt Kuchar. This is another tough one though, because you've got Hoblin mm-hmm. and Kuchar, both US US amateur champions, both international players. I don't think Kuchar's gone deep on it, but I think he's been on the team or two. If not, I'm going to lean on yeah. that Georgia Tech nerd and the win that he had. Siwoo is uh, is. 
he can catch lightning in a bottle. And that's kind of, sure I just went with him and Kim top to bottom, boom, boom, right there. Cause I do feel like it, it just feels right. However, right. I do think that this is not too dissimilar from the group above it, where it's kind of a coin toss. I, I you could, I could make yeah. arguments for any of these guys, except for maybe Chris Kirk. I think he went Christian Kirk. I think he won that. <laughs> he, he, I think he emptied the tank when he won. Cause we saw what he did the next week. But but maybe he maybe he's back. Maybe you know the, the honeymoon's over and he's like, all right, yeah, this is another opportunity to go out there, kick ass, and win money. Yeah, this is this style of tournament and the, and when you're playing, you know, three matches like this, and, and with the setup being different, started, you know, and all and you know, key uh, key key thing to think about. Remember, this play starts tomorrow, so you got to get your lineup, your brackets made, your lineups in tonight because no, uh, the the play starts tomorrow. It's going to run till Sunday, so we get an extra day. It feels like the wrong type of tournament and week to try to ramp it back up, if, if that makes sense. To so where, you know, he had the high of the win. Then, we, like you said, we saw him come back down to earth after that. It doesn't feel like the type of week where a guy is going to be able to flip it back. You have to either Fair come enough. in hot or not. I feel because it's just because the, 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 the schedule just changed. The routine has changed. For me, that group, it, it's a two-man race. Uh, and it's super close to my model between uh, Siwoo Kim and uh, Victor Hovland. Uh, separated by only two spots in my model. So I, I could see that going either way. I am going Siwoo Kim uh, over Hovland, but it would not shock me if Hovland came out of this group. I have them so so closely ranked. Siwoo, shaking that see ass. Shake. Have, you, have you seen that video? No, I was just copying you because it, it sounded cool. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. Now at the one of the in uh, one of the one of the international competitions that was see so it would have been a Presidents Cup <laughs> at the press conference after we had just either won or it was earlier they were announcing players anyways yeah. they just started uh, Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth the guys started saying it's Siwoo shaking that ass shaking that ass it's a great video <laughs> you should check that. it out especially with with big DJ's voice uh, <clears throat> I I this. Will we see Dustin Johnson in the red, white, and blue ever again? He's so good for me. All right. I saw some. So here's, here's the thing Dustin Johnson, like what we saw in full swing, kind of strikes me that if and when the live thing's done, I think he's done. He doesn't strike me as, as the guy that's going to come crawling back. I, I think he's just, if he's going to play golf, I think he's just going to choose to to stay playing a you know a limited amount of events over dp or whatever other tour but it feels like he's he's probably after if once live comes and goes i think he's just going to kind of cut back on the golf that's what it, maybe that's just a, a pure gut feeling it is a pure gut feeling but maybe i'm way off but that's what it feels like it doesn't feel like he's going to have that uh that motivation to come flying back into the pga tour with a vengeance trying to remake his name and get back to the top I can't wait for the Masters, and oh. Sergio needs to go away. Trying, yeah, like, I, like, so done with Sergio. So done. So <laughs> done with that motherfucker. Um, yeah. All right, so let's get let's continue. Yeah, let's, we got because I, I I've got I've got a dark horse pick coming at you here. In oh, is second. it in this next group, the Morikawa yes. Day, Spencer and yes. Perez group? Yes. All right, then I'll get my boring pick out of the way. It's Jason Day for me over Colin Morikawa. Might be a little. Uh, uh, against the grain there, but uh, I have Jason Day ranked 10th, Warwick Howard ranked 22nd. Um, I like Jason that. Day's, Jay Day's been playing well. He's been playing well. He He's in the past done pretty decent when it comes to this match play setup, so uh, I like Day coming out of that group. But who do you have as your dark horse here? The Frenchman, Mr. Right. Victor Mr. Victor Perez. 
Guy's been playing nice. hot. He, he he he's won. He won already in 2023 over in Abu Dhabi, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's like six five, and I don't know why. I just think like a big bulky guy is gonna have the stamina. <clears throat> no, but he is playing. He is playing outstanding right now, and I I don't I don't know. I think I'm just kind of gonna go with a little bit of a quote unquote leverage play. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, you, 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 it's, you're not looking for it. As a matter of fact, in this format, we kind of skipped over that. In this format, you want. You want to eat the chalk because you just want to have yeah. all the right picks. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm completely ignoring ownership this week. Yeah. It, it, it just matters it how has... far they get and how many. So here, the thing with the match play on DraftKings, so let's, we'll talk in, in DraftKings sense here. When it comes to the salaries, if if you're – it all depends on how your bracket shapes out, but most likely you're not going to be able to get both of your finalist matchup uh, in a lineup together and still have the money to make it shape out to where you have some the rest of your lineup is all coming out of the first round so we'll I see did. We'll, you did all right i am gonna absolutely maul you this week it's gonna I be don't fun know about if, that. if if <laughs> if victor perez comes out of this group so okay. i'm just that's my it's not a flyer in the sense of like i'm just trying to be controversial he actually is playing really well he's been made i think mm-hmm. he's like four for four in cuts so uh, look for Victor, Victor Perez. All right, let's so get my a worry, little bit. So I, real Go. fast, my, my worry with Perez, though, just to count a little bit, my worry with him is that he's been making a lot of bogeys. He, he's been making birdies, too. So in the in your stand, you know, your standard strokes play kind of scoring format, he you, you can't really tell because he's still scoring. I'm worried he's going to be able to – he's going to end up dropping too many holes in his matches, though. Want to bet a beer on that? Sure. All right. <clears throat> That he'll make it out of the group. Is that the, the bet? We'll say this. If J Day moves on, you. if J Day moves on, first round's on me. If Perez moves on, first round's on you. If it's Morikawa or Svensson, then we just, just a wash. Well, I was gonna say we order like a pitcher and split it, but never mind. Oh yeah, I like, right, I like so, that better. Well. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's let's get through some of the let's get through some of these groups here. Yes. All right, group group five is juicy. And I think you texted mm-hmm. me. He's in the he's in he's in the death group. He's basically just yeah, been he's given in a tough you know, group. Doesn't and matter. He's not playing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I have kids going all the way and winning this week. I mean, spoiler Ooh, alert. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think he's a runner up. I think he, this is his dojo. I think this is his time. I mean, if you if you look at some of the interviews that he's given, one of the most famous things he's ever said is, "I, you know, somebody said, why do you like match plays? Like, I like to eat people's souls." I know and what he, he said some fantastic quotes when it comes to match plays. And and when he described it though, it makes so much sense because you think about that guy you play against or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I'd make it out there 285. He's like, I, I might, you know, I might, I might hack it up there to, you know, and, and roll it off the back and then chip it to 15 feet and then drain a par putt. He's like, and then when your opponent lips out their eight footer and taps in or vice versa, he's like that look on their face of like, how did that just happen? Or, you know, how is sure. he still here? He's scrappy. He's a bulldog. Um, and it's an international, I mean, it's a Ryder cup year and I don't think he wants to leave any more doubt after all those years of getting the phone calls. And then, you know, he, you know, those famous stories of like, Oh, maybe next time kids. And he's like, yeah, bullshit, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm riding with my guy. I want Kevin Kisner to go all the way. And I, I don't know. I think, I, I think he's got mind control over Justin. So I think, I think so is going to get, you know, He's sure. alive. Matsuyama, that, not so arena, much. Yeah. Sud's playing fantastic, but he'll he definitely loses out to kids in the mental arena. Oh, Bud goes mute. Uh, no, you're still on mute, Bud. That's okay. I'll, I'll take you off. 
No, I can't. Okay. So as, as Bud figures out his, his technical issues here with the sound, oh, he's wow. back. Okay. getting a little static there. I had to... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why you messed around with it. No problem. Um, so I've always, I've, I don't think I've had a match play. Uh, Can't hear a fucking word you're saying. To come out of the first it's not round. on you. It's on me. Rookie. Rookie. I this I think this is going to be the first year where I I don't pick Kisner to get out of the group stage. I, I you said it right off the bat. He's in he's in a a crazy tough group. Uh, Homa has been playing lights out. John Suh, like we said, Suh has been playing great. I don't think Suh's coming out. I am picking Homa to come out of this group. Um, spoiler: I have Homa in my final four, so I, I think he's just playing so good right now. And look, Homa has the attitude as well to where I could see him having a similar kind of mental attitude when it comes to looking at match play as Kisner. Like, I th- I think he's got that edge, too. And maybe we're looking at the new young Kisner here as far as that match play goes, but I could definitely see Homa, you know, carrying that trash talk or carrying that that swagger out there in the course of these matches. He just strikes me as that kind of guy. Uh, but uh, still figuring his technical difficulties dropped off, so we're going to keep rolling through these groups. Uh, but I have Homa, but has Kisner in that group. Uh, we're going to speed through some of these groups here on this uh, left side of the bracket before we get to the other side of our commercial break. The next group is Jordan Spieth, Shane Lowry, Taylor Montgomery, and Mackenzie Hughes. Uh, gonna, this one was pretty much a no-brainer for me. Uh, Jordan Spieth is who I have coming out of here. Um, I will say I'm not very confident with how any of these guys are going to do. I think this is, this is probably going to be the ugliest group that we're going to see here between Spieth, Lowry, Montgomery, and Hughes. That's where I am, bud. Uh, welcome back to the Thanks. Studio. Sorry. Yeah. Rookie Sorry. over here. It happens. Um, so, yeah, I have speed coming out of here, but I don't think it's going to be pretty. Uh, Me too. But I think he's coming I, I out of there because I can see any of these guys coming out, but yeah. it's not, not in a pretty way. He's going to come out of there because he is the, I don't know, I say polished younger version of Kisner where he just yeah. won't die. He he yeah. he can hole out. For, if he's inside 75 yards, there's a chance it could go in. And that's legit. Uh, I don't know if you watched him last weekend at the Valspar. He found every fucking bunker on that course, yeah. but he also got up up and down like 85% of the time. He had one point, he was like six for six. Every time I turned around, he was in a bunker. And every time I turned around, he was hitting the shot and like shaking his head disappointed because it didn't go in. So I like that. I like Spieth coming out it's of there. Been, it's been nice to watch him find his mental edge again. Yeah. Because that, I, that was definitely the downfall of his game for a few years there. He, he, he lost that confidence and that edge. He's found it again. He scrambles like crazy now, and it's fun to watch. Well, and I think Morikawa is kind of in that headspace now. He would never admit it. It feels that way. He, he, <laughs> he touched it with that 65 at the players, and he's like, oh, I think yeah. I found it. And then the golf god said, excuse me, what? So I exactly. like that with Spieth, and I can't wait. And that's kind of what I'm secretly really rooting for would be that round two matchup with Kiz. That's that's going to be a fun one there. I mean, that would be – if that happens, I'm fine with that from an entertainment standpoint. That's Yeah, fun. we're talking like Anakin and Obi-Wan type kind of battles here. <laughs> All right, so let's move on Move it on down to uh, the, the Iceman, Patrick Cantlay. What? Uh, yeah, we can go. Yep, that's fine. We'll go there first. Doesn't matter what order we go in. Oh, did you already? Did you already? Do I that think some of, some of our brackets seem just the two groups seem to be just flipped as far as so we can go to Cantley first. Uh, Cantley, Brian Harmon. Um, I can't say his first name right. Lee. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have the full name in front of me. That's why I'm not gonna butcher that. And then um, Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor rounds out that group. Um, straightforward. I have uh, I have Cantley coming out of this group. Yeah. Uh, another one where I don't expect uh, anything flashy in this group. No, I, but, I agree. Patrick Cantlay is just too good for 
any of those guys to kind of overcome multiple yeah. times. And I think he's going to be able to just kind of lay down the law. So where's Agreed. your little bell? We agree. Jokes. Agreed there. And and once again, kind of the same with this last group on this left side of the bracket between Sam Burns, Seamus Power, Adam Scott, and Adam Hadwin. Look, Hadwin's not exactly playing great right now. Power hasn't been playing the great. I know he looked a little bit better uh, in the last couple weeks here, but um, – he hasn't really had it. Burns has been up and down. Like this is another group that just feels like anybody could take it, but in the worst way possible. So uh, sticking with Sam Burns coming out of this group as well. Uh, just going to play the chalky play coming out of here, but I, I'm not playing them in my DraftKings lineup. Him or I'm, playing, I'm playing my gut. Seamus Power. I just okay. felt like it because he's a, he's a ball striker. He's been on the cusp so much, and who knows? Maybe maybe we catch lightning in a bottle, or yeah, maybe, maybe there's something to the fact that we just had St. Patty's Day. You know, just throwing a little throwing he it out there. Still be recovering, but I don't even know, don't even know if he's <laughs> Irish. I think Seamus Power yeah. might be might be. No, Scottish, he's Irish. He's Irish. Okay, good. Yeah. Whew, um, at me. I actually had a buddy in town last weekend from Ireland. Uh, his nice. name's Shane, and uh, probably kill me if, if you're saying that. But any who. <laughs> Let's move on Anywho, over to the other side of the bracket. Before we get to the other side of the bracket, oh, we're going to quickly take a break here from Underdog Fantasy. Make sure to get over to Underdog Fantasy this week. See what they got cooking up here for their uh, snake draft style tournaments for the match play. And when doing it, remember, you're not going to want to pick more than one guy. Same thing for DraftKings here, by the way. You're not going to want to pick more than one guy from a group because you're shooting yourself on the foot. You need guys to move on to the next, the next rounds here. Uh, so keep that in mind when you are drafting in the snake draft over on um, over on Underdog. So we'll be right back after a quick word from Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is here to save your post-fantasy football season blues. The easiest place to play and win with the Underdog Fantasy app. Get up to 20 times your money in a single night with our Pick'em contests. Grab some insurance when setting your picks and win even when one pick fails. Go online now and use the promo code DIVPIV to double your deposit up to $100. Sit gingerbread. Good girl. Sit gingerbread. Good girl. Let's get to the other side of the bracket. Uh, and look, it, there's really only two more surprise picks for me. I mean, I'm not going to say surprise picks, but um, kind of – away from the grain picks on this side of the bracket for me, but well, let's start up top here with the John. Hold on, did you say, hold on. Did you say away from the grain? Yeah. Again, against the, uh, against the, Oh, grain? you're right. It's against the way they mean the same no, thing. Yeah, sure. Against I don't the need grain to be that asshole. A, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, no, because I almost I didn't even myself, catch like what you were referring to for a second. I was like, well, yeah, I said away from, but you're right against the grain. Sorry. Like, no, because gra <laughs> grain's a big thing in alcohol and putting. Uh, so I didn't know if you, I didn't know if there was a phrase I was missing out on or something. No, no, no I think you I just I said it wrong. I often say things wrong, so it's all good. Yeah, but you bring the bang, and that's why we I love you. But I agree with you up here, especially up top. I mean, as, as much as I think we would all love to see BDR kind of come out of here, and I think it's going to be John Rom, and mm -hmm. that's that. Billy Horschel did he win this thing two years ago? Uh, uh, it, that sounds about right. I know he's won it before. It was two years sounds roughly right. So I mean, he's got he's got course history. Keith Mitchell isn't exactly playing horribly, but John Rahm no. over three days. Who would you take over him? Maybe Scotty Scheffler, and that's what I think is ultimately mm -hmm. going to end up happening in all this. Uh, I mean, it's spoiler how my championship is shaping out, but uh, but here's the thing: 
I have John Rom coming out of this group, but I have both John Rom and Ricky Fowler in my top ten. Uh, I have Rom ranked. Uh, hold on, where was it? I have Rom ranked third. Uh, Fowler ranked sixth in my model this week. So just unfortunate for me for Fowler here. Would it, it wouldn't shock me if Fowler came out of this? He's been playing well enough, but Rom has been lights out. Um, and he once again we keep talking. He's got that attitude for match play, uh, where where he can just rip somebody's heart out and stomp on it on the golf course and move on like nothing happened. So John Rom uh, coming out of this group feels right for me, but uh, Ricky Fowler coming up a close second in this group for me, which brings us down to Cam Young, Sepp Straka, Corey Connors, and is it David Thompson? Fuck. <laughs> I don't want to. Davis, Davis Thompson, Thompson, sorry. Davis I knew Thompson. David didn't sound right. Davis Thompson. Hey. <clears throat> say 10 go dogs and then you can go back to work damn dude come on now davis thompson <laughs> davis thompson um i have cam young here uh this is yeah. another one I, of those I, groups what, where this what, is... are we ta- what are we talking about it's cam young he's i mean he yeah. he's at that i think he's gonna win soon again mm-hmm. i don't know if he won last year or not i think he just had a really good year but he's gonna break through i think break through in a big way actually if you didn't see Webb Simpson's caddy, uh, Paul test, Paul Tessori or Paul test. It's Paul Tessori. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, after what, 17 years or whatever it is, they just parted ways and he's going on to Cam Young's bag. And, uh, I saw okay. the other day on the social, on the social media as web web, two things. First of all, Webb gave me faith in humanity again, because he, he basically came out as a coffee holic he was like back home i have you know three in the morning one after lunch one before dinner you know during tournament that's why his putter has been so shaky over the years you listen he goes (laughs) during tournament weeks i have to scale it back because the caffeine's not good for those short putts but it was good to see that and somebody asked me about scotty scheffler and his little routine of not drinking coffee during competition yeah and webb's face is like what no that's like sadist kind of behavior but funny though maybe cutting out coffee uh for simpson will be like uh james winston getting glasses maybe all of a sudden just like winston stopped throwing interceptions maybe simpson will start hitting some putts I, every time I hear that that guy's name, though, I can't help but think of crab legs and F her in the rear. Oh, so yeah. Web, yeah, Webb Simpson's <laughs> longtime caddy, Paul. He's on the bag for, for Cam Young. And I think that's, you know, that's that, that that's the nature of this business, though, in this game. I mean, God, look, if you look at Mike Fluff Cowan and the bags that he was on, Jim Furyk's kind of his guy. He's always gone back mm-hmm. to Jim Furyk. But he was Tiger's caddy before Stevie. I mean, yeah. he, was, he, was on, he was on the bag there for the first three or four years there. Um, I think he's carried for Jim Furyk a handful of times. He's been he's been around he's been around a time or two. Joe Lacava, uh, yep. Tiger's caddy. Now he used to be on Freddie's bag when Freddie won the Masters. He's yep. got some great stories of uh, Freddie, but uh, and especially that day. But anyways, yeah, I think Cam Young is legit. I think he is yes. very talented, and he's primed to kind of go off, as the kids would say. Well, let's keep going through this these group stages so that we can get into the the later rounds. Uh, and and help people make that That's money. What the people are waiting for. Uh, so we're moving on to the Tony Finau, Kirk Kitayama. Um, is that Adam Moronk? I think that's his name, right? Adam. Adrian. And, uh, Christian Bezudenhout. Um, this is a Finau group for me. Um, that's where I, I'm going. Finau, you're shaking your head. I want to hear why, who you're saying that. Kurt Kitayama. I was about to go with my boy Adrian Moronk, the Polish guy. Adrian, uh, sorry. 
I'm 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 big on my DP World Tour guys. I think I think there's mm-hmm. some, especially now with this strategic alliance partnership. Which go fuck yourself, Phil, and all your all your <laughs> shit talking out there. I'm sick fuck of that Phil. guy. I real I'm 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 really like at wit's end, mm-hmm. and because just oh, because anyway, some I'm of the com- yeah, yeah we, we're not we going got there. into I know we got into some of the comments over the text oh, message. It just, fuck. I'm just let's stick I'm to the bracket it. for now. We, we I am <laughs> over it. But anyways. This, this new strategic alliance has got me like looking at and thinking more about the uh, the DP World Tour guys and paying attention mm-hmm. to this. But I'm with Kurt Kitayama. I'm with Quads. I think that uh, you know coming off the wind a couple weeks ago, uh, this is the kind of this is the kind of place where again over three days against three guys and you just won a couple weeks ago. I think your your brain's going to be in a spot where you, you could really do some damage. So look for Kurt Kitayama coming out of that group. Look, I don't. I have Kitayama and um, Finau not far off rank from each other, so I don't. I don't mind that at all. Um, oh, I'm glad I have your approval. I'm glad you do too. <laughs> <laughs> the next group, though, is where one of my um, more surprising pick, one of my last remaining surprising picks, is coming out of. And I'm picking Ryan Fox out of this Zalatoris Harris English and Putnam Fox? group. Uh, you know what? I wish I was confident enough in that answer to tell you who Ryan Fox was. Are you just following the numbers here blindly? I'm just following the numbers here. And I just messed this up my bracket because I actually be clicked him in and it took him the, out of my put picks. Put the Perez, put put a pin in the Perez day yeah. bet, and this should be our, our bracket. All right, who Ryan Fox. <laughs> and no disrespect. Ryan no, Fox, so Ryan, so here's the, here's the thing with Ryan Fox. Ryan Fox ranks out 24th in my model. That should tell you everything you need to know about this group as a whole, that he's the one I have <laughs> coming out of it. Um so Ryan Fox, he, he he's pretty much middle of the range and everything uh, when it comes to opportunities gained and avoiding bogeys. Uh, but what he is really good at is uh, those par fours and those par three distances that I mentioned earlier. He's top 20 and top 10 in both of those categories. Uh, so Ryan Fox is someone I like. He's also a pretty decent uh, – well, he's an average. I shouldn't say G. He's an average putter. So uh, for all those reasons, Ryan Fox is – if there's a group that once again is feels like a toss up for this group, might as well take a chance on someone. Ryan Fox could be the difference maker I need. I like his story. He's won 14 times around the world. That means the guys know the guy knows what he does or what he's mm-hmm. doing. If you talk to any of these guys, w- learning how to win is like a skill. Again, how many hundreds and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of golfers come through the PGA Tour? Over time, and I love your never get a win. little wine glass, and they never get a win. I mean, they're 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 great journeymen. It's a wonderful living, oh, yeah. uh, you know. But but that's where it's like, huh? He's won before, so I don't, I don't hate it. But um, I, I can't believe I'm going against my gut, which is to say, Will Zalatoris. We're in Texas, uh, you know. In, and again, he's another one of those guys where he can shrug off a big number because, you know, or he can mm-hmm. lip out a couple of putts and you're not dropping spots on a leaderboard. You're just, all right, you know, I didn't lose any ground or, you know, maybe it did, but whatever. I'm going with Harris English. I think I got a bulldog thing going on here. Okay. Uh, also, you know, he was, he was on a run. Nope. I'm thinking of uh, Russ Henley. I'm going with Harris English. I'm going just with a straight bulldog, bulldog approach. Mm. Who knows? I'm really going against my gut and saying that. And I'm questioning it as I stare <laughs> at it right now because I have him beat, beating Kurt Kitayama in the next round. Look, if that happens, you will be different. If those two match, if that matchup in the second round happens, then uh, good if for nothing you. else. But uh, so you, can, I'm, you can I'm confident though. I'm pretty confident in uh, as we get down to the bottom half of this brackets though. 
Yeah, so the bottom half of the bracket, that's, you know, maybe we skip through these last four pretty quickly because it's, there's not much, uh, nothing exciting happening here for me. I'm going Xander in the ho- okay. out of the Xander Hoagie, uh, Wise, and Davis bracket. I have Xander in my final four, so that's a, a no brainer for me there. Um, wow. I'll I'll see your Xander and I'll raise you a Cam Davis. Cam Davis, he again okay. President's Cup lights out, freaking you know over three days. I think he can he can find you know can find it, and I too have him going through there all the way to the final four. So look at us. Interesting. All right. You do you, you do. I'm, I'm I'm interested to hear all the names together because it does sound like you have a very interesting final four. Uh, <laughs> so I'll be curious to hear that. Uh, next bracket down. Uh, next bracket. Next group down though. Uh, Matty Fitzpatrick, who is now a uh, we're now big fans of, not that we weren't before, love but him. after his, love him, but he's not playing after great. his comments about live and basically telling those guys, screw <laughs> you, you ain't coming back here if I have anything to say about it. It's gotta love Maddie for taking that stand, especially a younger name on the tour. So, uh, you have our respect, but Sahith Thigala will be taking you down this week. Uh, Matty Fitzpatrick, I have Thigala coming out of this group with uh, Minwoo Lee and JJ Spawn. I like Min Woo Lee. I think that after his letdown at the players, there's a little extra motivation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, JJ Spawn is uh, recently gone on some birdie runs that make you think that he's dangerous. But again, we're talking three days, not you know one round or one nine yeah. holes. And so the consistency there, I don't think Matt Fitzpatrick's playing well enough. I mean, if he yeah. catches it this week, awesome because we're, oh, you know, we're big, we've we're said big it before. Guys. If, he, if he catches it, he he can play with any of the any no, guy. He's like, one of the best golfers he's good on enough. the planet. Uh, and I like your Thigala pick. Uh, I'm just going to stick with Minwoo leads, though, again, because of where he just was. And I don't know if the stage is going to be too big for Thigala as he was runner-up or whatever at the PGA a couple years ago. Moving yeah. on. Moving on, though, we got Terrell Hatton, Russell Henley, um, Herbert, and Ben Griffin in this next grouping. Um, kind of, once again, not really a flashy group going on here. Um, it's there's not. I'm just quick. How close are they all? Uh, it's for me, Hatton and, and Griffin are kind of close here. They both been playing pretty well, but I have Hatton coming out of this group, even though I am a big Griffin fan. I'm a huge Tyrrell fan, Tyrrell. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, but I am going with Ben Griffin. The kid, the kid okay. is, I'm not is surprised. Trending. Yeah, the kid's trending. I have, I have um, both of them so closely ranked, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, so. I like that. And finally, this is a this is a really sexy group. So it it is. I, I like this last one. Danny McCarthy is one of the one of the best putters on the planet at the moment. Scott no. Stallings is just at I like Scott Stallings because the whole Augusta story earlier this year. Rory McElroy is suspect. Uh, but you know, shouts New England. And I told you I texted you the other day. I'm all in, and I think I'm all in on Mr. Keegan Bradley out of this group too over three days. Because he too is playing pretty some pretty solid golf right now. See, this is so this is the one group that I've been actually back and forth on my pick. Uh because I do have McElroy coming up, but for the reasons that you said where he's shaky right now, I want to switch to McCarthy and I and I might. Uh, because I have currently right now, I have Hatton taken down McElroy in the second round anyways. So like, it wouldn't be a massive loss for me to make that switch and say I'm wrong. I I might switch to McCarthy. I might do a live switch here. I just might. Might talk myself into it. And it doesn't sound like you're going to stop me. I'm going to do it switching to McCarthy. <laughs> I'm not going to stand between you and a good time. Uh, so I'm so, okay. I did it. It's official. I'm switching to McCarthy. Denny McCarthy coming out of this group for me. 
But then do you still have Tyrrell taking him down? Let's just go right back up the uh, the bracket. Do you have Tyrrell I do. I still have, I still have Hatton beating McCarthy because I do like the way Hatton's playing that's right not, now. That sounds like a 1950s political campaign. Hatton McCarthy <laughs> for all the McCarthy. Sounds like Hatfield and McCoy's. Ooh, well done. So yes, you do yes. have Hatton taking down McCarthy then? I do, yeah. I still have Hatton taking down McCarthy. It doesn't change that pick for me. Uh, and then I have Xander taking down Thigala. So it's a Xander Hatton show off, a showdown for me in the, what is that, the 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 Elite Eight. Hey, you can't show down unless you show off. And like I said, I already got Cam <laughs> Davis going to the finals, but he's going to be yep. taking down Keegs, who is going to out-experience Ben Griffin in the next round. So, I mean, there is going to be some separation early in our brackets. And so after that, it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how it shakes out. Although we got to remember, we're not, you know, the DK is just the six guys and how deep they go. So our lineups aren't exactly. necessarily going to look the same as our brackets. This, this should be interesting. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> going right. I hate that. I can't believe I cleared my voice. Well, That's your will- job. Because I will say, when it comes to, um, when it comes to my the way I set up my DK lineup, because of the way my final four shook out, in order to get the most value for the salaries of the guys that I had making it out of the group stage, uh, I don't have either of my finalists in my DK lineup. Well, here's I have, the thing: Kiz and I have, Cam Davis. Are I have my entire third. Guys. I have my entire third place matchup in the in my lineup, but this is gonna uh, I need to save some money. Afterwards. We got to make sure we do a post mortem on this next week while we're gearing yes. up for the Charles Schwab. Yes, um, we do. <laughs> moving, moving right above though. Uh, who do you have? So, so you had Tony Finau and Ryan Fox, and then walk me yes. through the rest of that little part of your bracket. Yeah, so I have Finau taking out Fox, and then I have Rom taking down uh, Cam Young for a Rom Finau matchup in the Elite Eight. And then, and I have Rom moving on from there. Duh, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a, it's a, have, honestly my my final is is boring. It's Rom and Scheffler. I actually have final. Young, they're just they're just, they're just too damn on Rom. fire right now. <laughs> I got Young taking down Rom. I got I got Young, oh. you know, getting his getting his scalp, uh, so to speak. Sorry, didn't mean to offend him. And then Great, and then moving on. Fuck it, <laughs> right? <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen sooner or later. <laughs> Uh, we made it two uh, seasons, guys. It's been great. <laughs> Harris English over Kitayama, and then Cam Young taking down English. And I think Cam Young okay. is going to be – Cam Young's actually probably, what, the flashiest guy in my Final Four because I already told you, let's move over to the other side down at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, right, half. actually. <laughs> I mean, it really is like the, the – nah, not the flashiest guy. That's, that's not true. Let's go down to the bottom half on the left side of the bracket. Okay, bottom uh, half. Where, <laughs> bottom half. Uh, where who did you have coming out of that Burns? Oh, you had Sammy Burns and I had Seamus Power. So t- tell me yep. about that part, that little bottom half of the bracket there. Yeah, because I, I had so my matchup there would be Burns versus Cantley. Um, I and I had Burns taking down Cantley, uh, to meet up with Max Homa, who takes down Jordan Spieth. Ooh, well done. Uh, I already told you I got Kiz winning it also on the top half there. He comes straight down, he takes down Spieth in yep. the second round. And I have Cantlay over Seamus Power to meet up with Kiz and then get beaten. I think Kiz is just going to on people's souls all over the place. <laughs> Look, if it happens, I'm going to enjoy every second of it. Because I'm a big Kiz. It's what everybody wants. So I'll, I'll enjoy it. I, it doesn't, if my back bracket's busted, want. if you're beating me by 100 points, I don't care. I'm going to enjoy watching Kizner win if he does. Yeah, seriously. All right, so let's go up to the top there. We didn't get any deeper. We, you know, we were very conservative with our showing of the cards. And so, who, you know, yes. who you got? What, what do you got, Scotty doing? Yeah. So, I mean, I have Scott. Scotty's my champion. So he's going all the way. He's, he's beating McNeely in the second round for me. Um, he's also uh, beating uh, Su- Siwoo Kim, who is going to beat Jason Day in the second round for me. 
Uh, I got Scotty going down against, you know, going into the final four. He's my, he, he's like the one chalky. He's thing the one. I, just, yeah, yeah. I do. And I think kids might, might catch lightning in a bottle, but uh, Scotty's going to take down Victor Perez, who is going to make mincemeat of Siwoo Kim. Cause like I said, don't sleep <laughs> on the Frenchman. He's, he, he's rolling hot right if now. If you get, look, if he, if Perez gets out of the group past day, I could see it. Um, I just don't think he's going to get out of the group past day. That's the thing. A lot of these guys, because the game changer, once you're out of the group stage, a whole next level of like swagger and, 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 you know, what's it called? Just like ice in your veins comes into play. This is it's it's a war of attrition at at this point. It's who, you know, who can, who can keep it together. That's a lot of golf to play in a short period of time and they're used to it. But that's also where I go with, you know, Rombo just just got sick, right? Like he had the WD from from the players. He did, and yeah, then, you know, he had a stomach sure, thing going on. Yeah, I'm sure he's healthy, but that's also why. I mean, maybe he gets out of that first first round group, and then it's almost like not. There's a weird subconscious. He thing might just why, be a little honestly just this? a little tired. He might okay. just be tired, depending on how sick he was. I mean, we're clawing the bottom the bottom of the barrel here for content because let's be honest, we're all waiting on Augusta. Everybody's waiting on Augusta. Rory, the other day, I was watching his interview, uh, one of his major interviews. So there we have it, folks. He's got what do you got? Scotty winning. I got kids winning. Yeah. So kinda... my my final four, just to sum it all up, is uh, Scheffler versus Homa, Rom versus Xander. Uh, Scheffler taking down Rom in the final, and Xander taking down Homa for third. Shit, I didn't even do a third place one, but I got Scotty losing to Kiz uh, on one side, and then I got Scotty taking down Cam Young, who's going to beat Cam Davis on the other side. So Cam Davis, that's going to be the one where I actually hope he does make a good run. But back to Rory here, I was looking listening to his interview the other, uh, one of his old interviews the other day, where he talked about going to Tiger's house, and he walks in and sees his trophy case. The trophy. Says, I just, I just saw that today, spots. actually. Yeah, there's 15 <laughs> spots. And he's like, where you know, he's won eighty-two times. And he's like, where are the rest of them? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, like, he my, says mom, these, my mom's these got people some. Have some They're at the yeah. restaurant. You know, there's probably some in the office somewhere. And he said it kind of puts into perspective of which I hated. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and somebody was trying to reference Nick Saban and his whole, uh, you know, keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah, and they just kept on saying, and you know, this sports coach was talking about keeping the most important thing the most important thing. I was at this, it was at a conference. It was at the conference where I was at, and I was thinking to myself. Uh, don't make a sports reference unless you actually know what you're talking about. But anyways, <laughs> that's it. That's what these guys are playing for. These designated events, and and I don't think it's going to water it all down. And the reason I'm so upset with Phil, so we can go back to shitting on Phil for a second, and it's not even that. It's back to the whole, ha-ha, I was right. No, you weren't yeah. right. You weren't the only one with that opinion. I go back to when Tiger came out immediately after the scary motherfuckers comment from Phil, he was at the Genesis. It was like his first time back after the accident. Everybody's welcoming back. And they said, what do you think? And essentially he goes, he agreed with Phil. He was like, listen, there's a lot that we have to discuss here. The landscape has changed. There's media rights to consider that mm-hmm. when these things were negotiated back in the day, you know, there, there's a lot more money being made in different areas. And there is, you know, talk of that, all this stuff. Basically what he said was, yeah, Phil has a point. He's just an ass. And so well, and it's I, all, I, I it's do all think you make your bed, you sleep in it. Yeah. And so you don't get, you don't get my, you don't get my, not sympathy, like he gives a shit who I am, but you don't get the understanding. The shine didn't come with you. You walked away, you know, and, and just started airing out dirty laundry, or at least thinking that's what you were doing, but you all look dumb. You look like amateurs and it is going to be DJ and Phil and Cam 
with their massive amounts of money sitting at home and showing up to Augusto, you know, Cam for the next X amount of years until his his uh, until his exemptions run out. Because I think we talked about that last week where that's the crux of all this. Liv was peacocking around saying, see, we're welcome at the majors. Read the fine print. None of them have, have given you a roadmap beyond the current existing exemptions. So you lifelong, yeah, Sergio, you get to come back every year and sit there yeah. at the table. And unfortunately, he gets to go yeah, to all the dinners. Yeah. I don't give a shit, like, like, because that's it. That's all. But that's all he's gonna have to. Li- that's all. You know, Bubba's gonna be back, and Phil's gonna be back, and that's that's fine. Yeah. And after a few years, it's gonna be almost embarrassing. Like, hey, remember that time that you guys broke away and never came back? So I, I think it's, mm-hmm. it, and I saw somebody post on social media about, you know, we owe it to the people in the game to let these guys back. They're too good for the sport of golf. If they Wait. were that good for the sport of golf, they would be carrying that weight with them. If but they were not. that good for the sport of golf, they'd be beating Peter Uline and and all the other, you know, I'm not going to, like all the other guys that are about like three tiers below these so-called best in the world. Yeah, I love, I mean, Don't I love Charles Howell right III and I love his story and, you know, he's, he's a great, he's a great golfer, but at the same time, that's who's leading your points race. I think you sent me that screenshot the other day yeah. earlier. They they were touting their points leaders, and I just screenshotted you back the top ten of the FedEx Cup. And there's a exactly. difference in the pedigree of the two players. Oh, dude, we we haven't really touched on yeah, it. The, much, the top were... the top five the top five right now in in live right now through two events is Charles Howell at one, Carlos Ortiz, Danny Lee, Peter Uline, and Brendan Steele. That's your top five live in points right now. And I'm sorry. Look, Danny Lee has gotten a ton of Danny Lee has gotten a ton of love this week after his live win on social media. I get it. Whatever. I'm I'm not here to bash someone for winning a tournament. Like that's not what I'm gonna do. But then you start seeing that Danny Lee made this much money over four years on the PGA tour, and he's already surpassed that through you know two events on live. You know why? I'm sorry. On the PGA Tour, Danny Lee, an average to below average golfer. Journeyman. On the PGA Tour. Exactly. Journeyman. Journeyman. Nothing wrong so that it. is why he made what he made over four years, because I'm sorry, he didn't make enough cuts. He didn't get enough exemptions. He wasn't good enough to be making the money he's making now. He's making the um, – this is going to sound awful. He's making the money now because he took the lazy route. I'm not going to say Lazy is – I don't I'm, – I'm a jack on this, and I'm not saying you aren't. But I'm with Jack on this, and these guys made financial decisions for themselves and their families. Like sure. this is generationally changing money, and so that's why I don't yes. fault them. But oh, I'm to, not to saying shit, I fault no, them. No, just no, don't I know. This is that, nothing to play. Just don't tell that the reason why he's made more it, money on live is because he's a world class golfer. So let's remove <laughs> Danny Lee out of the equation. Let's just go back to whoever won this week and then tout it because it's all the same. Yeah. The the point I'm making is. In the beginning, I said, watching rich guys get richer, which pro golfers at that level, if you're big enough mm-hmm. to get approached by a live, which Will Zalatoris, go pound sand. I love that's what he told him. <laughs> if you, you get on richer playing golf, you, you getting richer playing golf doesn't make my socks roll up and down. No. Uh, the PGA Tour nailed it with their shouts to their comms team and whoever came up with the pressure makes pros. Yes. Uh, promo, you texted me right when it came out and it only took, it took a couple of days. I finally saw, I was like, Pressure makes pros, and it was like, that's yeah, it was perfect. God, that's but, fucking. But that's accurate. the thing. Live the live t- the live team as a whole keeps touting the money part of it. If if they came out after Danny Lee's win and say big win for Danny Lee, Danny Lee took down some of the world's top and doesn't like they if they played that storyline instead, yeah. that's a different story. Then it's like shit. 
Great Dan- job, Danny, Danny Lee, Lee who, who was Duel's major yeah, champions and blah, 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 yeah. blah. It's, it's for, a completely different, but you when know, you make it with the money, worldwide it's, vic- it's too again, easy to poke holes in. Again, it's too easy. All style, no substance. Back and to with, the Wow, that that circle we just did right there. We're gonna, You know what? Because you just cleaned it up so nice, so we're going to stop right there. We're going to clean it up for the episode. That's going to do it for us tonight. This has been Ain't no hobby, folks. Time. Oh, well, shit, we can't. Sorry, we can't just yet. We buried the freaking lead here. <laughs> <laughs> we just went a full hour completely ignoring the biggest news we had Let's today. Commit. Commit. <laughs> commit. We're going to get a strongly worded email here soon from the commission. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so okay. So big show announcement. If you're still sticking around with us, uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, we'll clip this and get it out there. <laughs> Whoever's still sticking around, with it, yeah, we'll we'll put this out on the socials. But the the big announcement uh, is that uh, Divots and Pivots is now full time, fully branded to the Fantasy Sports Corporation, uh, where you are watching us right now. If you are watching us on YouTube, you are watching us on that channel. Uh, the Divots and Pivots YouTube branded channel is going to stay alive. It's going to be mostly shorts and then some secondary kind of fun golf content every now and then. And then we, when me and Bud get together to uh, to to make me look, yeah, we got golf. some we got some collaborations or collabs, yeah, uh, as the kids would say, coming in the works over the next few months. So stay tuned. Yeah, so stay tuned. But you're gonna always be able to find our show right here on Fantasy Sports Corporation YouTube. Uh, you'll still be able to find the show on your all all of your podcasts. Nothing's changing there. If you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever, uh, we'll still be on all of those. Uh, but hey, look, shout out to Belly Up. Uh, it, it was a fantastic run. Um, love all the guys over at Belly Up. No hard feelings there. This was we just strictly was time for us to move on in a different direction, and that's what we're doing. So love Belly Up. Good luck to all of them. But uh, yeah, we're here. We are here, Fantasy Sports Corporation. We are here. Remember the that. Bang. We're not going anywhere. We're bringing the bang. We will see you next week here on the Fantasy Sports Corp for Divots and Pivots every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>